Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs seeking knowledge, purpose, and community. Brought to you by creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, every episode is recorded at our headquarters in Niceville, Florida. We're excited to share our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors, all willing to share with you their diverse wisdom and experience. So happy to have you with us today. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and I'm so excited because we have almost the entire Francis Roy team here today. The only person we're missing is Kayla, but I'll do a quick introduction. So we've got Janae, Kelsey, Greg, Hill, Ren, Jody, and Anna, and myself, and we're missing Kayla. Oh my gosh, are we also missing Big Greg? We are. Yes, we are. Oh shit, it's fine. I love Hillary's facelift right now because it has been an absolute nightmare for our team to try to schedule everybody in one place. Like today we had a discussion about it and we were just like, freaking forget it. Okay. We're doing the best we can. We got 90% of the people. Boom. Done. So for the most part, if you're here and your friends is Roy, say I. Hi. <laughs> so if you're listening, it's Monday, the 28th of June. And we're all going to be a little bit more stressed out in real life than we are right now, because that's a big week for us. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot of projects due that week, but also our five-year birthday party is on the 30th, which is in two days. If you're listening to this episode, it's in two days. Also, if you're listening to this episode, you better be at our party in two days. So go ahead and make sure you RSVP to Anna, Annalise at FrancisRoy.com and she'll put you on the list. So we're at Third Planet in two days and we are celebrating uh, Francis Roy is five. We're in kindergarten. Woo! Woo! So it's pretty exciting. And we have a team here because honestly, so much has happened in five years. Okay, so I'm going to be split. In a way, I feel like so much has happened in five years and then not enough, but maybe that's just because I'm from a different perspective. Does anybody else feel that way? Or do you feel like it's been that shit crazy for five years? Hill, you're the oldest kindergartner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's been batshit crazy, but a lot of good growth. And I think I can see feeling like also not enough because we're just in it. We're all in it to win it. And we want more work and to do more fun things and more ideas to come. So I, I feel both too. Yeah, I hear that. Well, it has definitely been, each year has been different in its own special way. Either we've gotten new team members or we've changed structure a little bit or something has happened in the five years, but fate, let's start with something fun. Um, your favorite memories at Francis Roy. I mean, oh, there's a lot for me. Ooh, this is hard. Is anything sticking out to anyone like Kelsey, you got that look on your face that you get. Me. I, when I was thinking of questions for the podcast, I immediately thought of our little retreat a few years back. That was fun. And one of the few times that we're all in the same spot, just because we have a ton of people who work remotely too. So that was one of my favorite memories for sure. Yeah. We did a lot that weekend. Was it a weekend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did yeah. a lot that weekend. We like went around to different clients, but we also rented a little beach house and 
everybody got to bring their spouses and it was crazy. We also celebrated Gregory's birthday that weekend because it was in November and that was really a fun one. We have another, we're doing a second retreat in December. So if you're a client and you're listening, we're not going to be available December the 6th, 7th or 8th, please mark it on your calendar. But (laughs) it's just a time I think for us to really bond and we're going to be in New Orleans for this one, which would be great. Favorite FRA memories. Hmm. Anybody else? I think all the um, creativity for change days are pretty memorable. <laughs> Good or bad. That first one, you guys. Yeah. The first one, yeah. The When you tried to do it 24 hours was pretty entertaining. <laughs> Mom ended up trying to make Snapchat videos with very funny. That was really funny. Did we eat at McAllister's twice? <laughs> Probably. Because that year we didn't bring in food or no. Did we I don't eat? even remember eating that day. <laughs> Ate a lot that day. I don't yeah. Know. I don't think so. Yeah, because the cat, the caffeinated coffee lady came out from Navarre mm-hmm. and brought us coffee. Maybe that was the second year, but Cafe Rico brought us some stuff. We went to McAllister's. I mean, honestly, we were probably so tired because we ate so much <laughs> that day. The first year was before we were smart enough to do shifts. So we were just like, you know what? Yeah, 24 hours, have fun. And then. (laughs) One was falling asleep on the blue couch. Yes. I didn't, I didn't work all 24. (laughs) I was like in and out. I was like, hi guys, I'm going to do something. And then I was out. (laughs) And Janae's like, that was was the last time I was like, hi, I'm here just to like, you know, do something fun. And then I'm gone. And then now you're like, stop. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I remember that though, because all that was left in like the middle of the night were me, mom, and Hill. And then we were very, very delirious. <laughs> very delirious. Mm-hmm. Well, that is when Snapchat first came out and we were experimenting with Snapchat videos and the, the filters over your faces. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I think we even shared one of those this year because they were hilarious. We did. We reshared it. Do you remember that I used one of the Snapchat filters and I looked like one of the float brothers? Do you remember? Yes. yes. We have to tag them in this. <laughs> Let that video see the light of day, but I look like Trey or Trey's brother. So funny. It was great. Earliest memories. Some, some of the earliest memories are some of my favorite memories. Like when we first got into our space at Palm Plaza, like that first, and I think it was just me and Hill at the time, but we had like two card tables. Mm-hmm two six foot card tables. I think my chair was a lawn chair. They they were both lawn chairs. They were both lawn chairs. Sorry. That's how we do it. Francis Roy, you get the best quality resources and equipment. And then we did have phones. Like I remember the phone guy coming to hook up our phones and he was like, what is this? He's like, where do I put this? You're like right here. And you tapped your card table. You're like right here on the corner. Well, that was also when all the carpet was pulled up and it was that weird green with all the dried glue underneath the carpet before they could come down and do like refurnish, refinish the, the concrete floors. Mm-hmm. So it was just, oh my gosh, it was crazy. And that was before the walls were done. I mean, it was for everything was kind of done. I really liked those. I, I liked the days, even the earliest days when I was working in my dining room. So that, that was a kind of a milestone, I think, is moving into the, the Palm Plaza space for sure. I remember he was coming home from school and w- walking into the house and you were you and Hillary were at the dining room table. 
And then yeah. you guys would both take like headshot photos of each other in the backyard. <laughs> like what we have to do. Janky, janky. I mean, um, a lot of my favorite memories are though the first meeting that I had with each of you. So I remember the first meeting with Janae. I remember my first meeting with Kelsey, which location of that, Kelsey? Cafe Rico. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I was working there that day. I met Kelsey that day. And I was a coffee, a barista. The first meeting that we had with Ren, like the, you know, I remember like all the first meetings, Kayla, like apply her interview, her intern interview. Do you remember we did that over Zoom or something? We did a video, I think, right? I'm pretty sure. They sent in mm-hmm. videos and her actual resume. But I definitely, I remember the first meeting with Janae when she came to Chantel's house to meet us because I'll never, she brought cookies. <laughs> and when you over with those like, bubbles, we know we want to hire her. Yeah. I don't remember that. I thought we met Janae at Panera Bread. No. Yeah. No, it was Panera Bread first, I think. And then I got like an actual job to do at the dining table. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, clearly that, those cookies <laughs> stuck in my brain. <laughs> Janae, did you make those cookies? No, they're from Publix. <laughs> <laughs> so Janae, so funny, fun fact, like, I think everybody's kind of got their quirks, but Janae always brings in baked goods from Publix. Not like always, but if she's bringing in a baked good, it's either, it's from Publix, right? Don't you think? Yes. <laughs> and then later on, I'll be going back to Publix and I'm like, where are those damn cookies? Like, <laughs> the, like the, it was like maybe some toffee cookies. You like the toffee cookies there or whatever, but that's so funny. They remember that hill. Okay. So our early, so best memories, favorite memories. I mean, obviously two favorite memories are like, you know, working and bringing the kids on, which they're not kids, but Annalise and, and Greg and watching them flourish in their own spaces and really, in the beginning, so both both of you guys worked for Francis Roy in the very beginning in capacities that I thought you should be in. And then you left, got educated or did whatever, and you came back and now you're doing things that you want to do. So I think removing me from that and not being like, okay, this is where I think you should be. I mean, to me, that was really, an it was an accomplishment and a challenge and something that really changed. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but. I would say uh, that, I started working for Francis Roy in 2017. I was on and off like for a couple of years or just, you know, working part-time, but now just hopping between websites and video. It's kind of weird to think that, you know, it was like, it was that long ago. I it constantly feels like we're in our first or second year for me. I don't know if that's weird, but, you know, just feeling like we're growing with the agency and that kind of just, puts us in a unique position you know just makes a work environment for me and Anna like a little unique so that's very well said Anna do you have something to add to that we all know I'm not supposed to be in social media anything (laughs) (laughs) Anna looks like she's I'm like 100 so let's talk about accomplishments over the past five years because I know we've had a lot and We've had a lot of challenges. To me, these go hand in hand. I mean, let's not even talk about what last year did to all of us mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like, and we still see some effects of that. And, you know, our challenges and accomplishments started from day one. We opened the agency publicly, not publicly, but you know, like 
we were actually open and we had a Facebook page and all that on July the 1st, that's also the day we got our first client. And immediately we opened with an accomplishment that became a challenge. And so there was that, but we've had a lot over the past, the past few years. I don't know. What are, what are some moments that really stick out for you guys? Anything? Honestly, I think one, one big accomplishment is having the uh, Hello Francis podcast last as far along as it has so far. You know, a podcast is a very hard thing <laughs> to commit to. Most people will tap out within six months. So I think for us to do this for more than a year and just have all the amount of episodes that we have, like, I think that's pretty impressive. I agree. I think this podcast has been a, a, a really great platform for our team. And hopefully it continues. We talked today about, you know, I had a moment of like, are we going to keep this up? And then it's like, okay, yes, because, you know, Hill's nodding her head. Yes, she can't hear her, but she's like, <laughs> oh, no, we're not getting rid of this. But I think it's okay. Well, if we keep it up, then we need to do some more with it, right? So what comes next? What do we see this being from a future perspective? I think we're always going to stick to the fact that it's not monetized. And we really like that. And we really like not having to be controlled by the monetized part of podcasts, but for me, something that's been a huge challenge and a huge accomplishment is how much our photo and video capabilities have evolved. Because last year, maybe it was last, not last year, maybe it was the year before that. That is just advancing so quickly. And there really was a turning point for us, you know, where it was like, okay, if we're going to be in, we're going to be all in. And we're going to start thinking about who needs training, who's going to do what. And you know, Ren came to us too. And she was like, I really want to do more photos and videos. And so I, for, for me, it, and then Greg as well, and then Janae, and then, you know, all of us have kind of dabbled in it. The only person really on our team that should never be taking photos is me. And we've all decided that, but, or video, but I will say that that, I feel like we've come leaps and bounds and that has been a bit of a challenge for us. I agree. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I feel like in general, like our service offerings, have just evolved so much. Like we really listen and watch for like what the market needs. And we just kind of follow that too. We haven't been like, oh, we're just a traditional marketing agency or just a digital marketing agency. We really, and I guess that's more how we've evolved in the past five years, but I feel like we really see the needs of our clients and then offer that to our best of our ability. That's a really good point, Kelsey. And they all need different things. Like, the, over the past five years, like it is very apparent to me that I don't know how a business can never like be open to the idea of evolution. Like, how can you do that? Especially in this day and age, like, especially coming off of like the generation series, which we did, you can see how ev- the evolution is occurring over time through the generations. And it's like, well, if you're not willing to do that, you're probably going to either be dormant or stationary at some point, right? And we I, mean, I, I would agree with that. I mean, it seems like every day, like people who are not willing to learn new things or just don't really keep an open mind with how they operate in general, like they are becoming more obsolete with what they do like every day, like quicker every day, it seems like. So it really is, I think, that's another great accomplishment with this agency is that most businesses seek to expand by just hiring a new person that already has the skill set they're looking for. But the agency kind of started in an area where that was always a problem. Like talent was always lacking. 
like it wasn't as easy as fine as it would be in a big bigger city or anything like that so a lot of us have had to teach ourselves or develop new skills in order to offer new services to clients and that's a very difficult thing to do for a lot of businesses i feel like and we just happen to be in an area with a diverse client list that have diverse needs and you know that is how we managed to keep up to five years is we develop learn new skills and adapt to their needs i like that word adapt because like with the past year and how it's coming off of covid and everything and me joining during covid like everyone is up for adapting to the next project and up for trying something new, whether or not they've had experience with it or not. And I think that shows a lot of growth and a lot of initiative. And I think the clients can really tell when we're pushing our A game and trying to get them the end result that they desire. And I think that's been like one of the best accomplishments the past year. One thing kind of going off what Gregory said and us having to adapt to skill sets and whatnot made me think One of the things I think has been a huge accomplishment, but also a struggle figuring it out too, is one thing that I think is really cool with it being a small business and being a part of a startup from the ground up, like all of us together, is each of us, I feel like have had to pioneer our positions, right? So like we've all had to figure, it wasn't like I replaced a different, like another content director or something that's already here that you wouldn't have been like a bigger like business it's been very cool but also obviously a struggle that comes with a lot of failures but it also comes with a lot of successes as a team and I think pioneering each of our positions has been really cool to that point Hill we have never had to fill a position that's what I mean so we're all been able to kind of take the position you know and make it the best that we can so everybody that's here right now is the first of their Correct. They're holding with Francis Troy, which, you know, Janae was the first art director we ever had. Kelsey, well, not only is the first international, she takes Francis Roy International, which is awesome, but is also the first marketing manager. Hill's the first content director we've ever had. Hill's probably the first content director this area has ever had, I will say. Gregory's the first web. Gregory, you, Gregory has had so many different roles. He's the perfect example of let's put this person who's really talented in the right place and we're just willing to be like you care about the person and you're willing to be like let's find something that's really going to motivate them and put them in the right place Bryn's the first brand designer we ever had Jody is the first research coordinator we ever had plus the first scheduler we ever had Anna is totally uh, starting a whole new department of events for us the first event manager we ever had Kayla is the first Kayla's one of our first interns, but is certainly the first art assistant we ever had and is the first position that is kind of like morphing into this integrated individual that is kind of like a hybrid of content and design. And really her job is becoming, her position is becoming a job that is a direct result of how our industry is changing. Mm -hmm. So to that point, which is an incredible point, Hill, every single person here is the first. Yes. Which is so cool. That could almost be the whole damn podcast. Boom, we're done. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. When I first started working for the HC in 2017, I was like a janitor. That's what I was doing. And I was, yeah. a, I was a pretty shitty janitor too. So I have to share a really funny story real quick because we can share funny stories about each other. Because 
for those of you who are listening, a lot of you guys know that we're moving to a new location. We've moved to a new location in Valpe. And so we moved to a new office and our old office, while it was great and it served us well for what we had at the time, all of the interior walls were not like real. They were like air walls, right? So we were moving everything off, uh, you know, moving everything out. And Greg, not uh, Gregory, but Greg went to the back and he went to get, he's like, I'm going to uninstall the uh, fire extinguisher. And he said, it just like came off the wall. He's like, who put this up here? And I was like, oh, I think that was Gregory's first job here. <laughs> <laughs> that and that's was, before we realized that you should not have been the janitor of Francis Story, but it was all. <laughs> that's when I had no handyman skills. No one, no one taught me to find a stud of a wall or anything like that. So, you know, it's like, what's the most convenient place? And, you know, I'm surprised that fire extinguisher stayed hung up for five years. Yes, yeah, because it came like four years. Like this. It was like, whoop. It just, the whole thing <laughs> came out of all the screws. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What's really, I mean, obviously every client, every new project, every new client project, every new brand that we get to work on is an accomplishment. In a lot of ways, a lot of them have been challenges, right? Like it's mm -hmm. challenges, good challenges, bad. We've learned a lot about what work we don't want to do, I think over this time and what we want to be able to do more of. And, and I've learned what each of you don't like doing, uh, which has been, I could probably give you a list of all the things Janae really likes doing. I know what, if we're going to get a project, like I can usually tell what's going to excite her. <laughs> Janae always gives me You're always like, I got a fun one for you. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll know if it's something that really excites her. Cause I'll get like 52 iterations. And I only asked for two. <laughs> yeah. I like options. <laughs> And I'll be like, so apparently there's some interest here because there's a hundred options. So, you know, we're bringing them down, but, you know, us getting to know each other too, and knowing how we can work together, how we can best work together, you know, how can we support each other and take care of each other, you know, how we communicate a huge accomplishment for us, I think is all of the work that we've done with the Enneagram and building our project teams through understanding each other's personalities and being hyper aware of how we walk through the world, especially at the workplace and just kind of honoring and respecting each other's boundaries as best as we can. I'm probably the worst at this, but you know, just really utilizing that tool not only for self-awareness, but for, you know, bettering our interpersonal relationships, but then also the relationships with our clients. And I've seen that trickle out into our personal lives as well. So, you know, that's a huge accomplishment. I think the work that we've done there. And there's nothing like the feeling of like, I feel like we've, there's been many projects, but the first time that we ever felt like from concept, like all getting around the whiteboard and all like brainstorming and stuff and having it come to fruition and it being like like a home run for our client like the whole all the way through not just a part but all of us doing all the way through that was it's been you remember those the feeling for sure I would I would like hop off that too and say that when we think of uh, achievements or accomplishments I actually find a really hard time thinking of like a major project or something but for me it's always the process mm -hmm. of doing the work 
and just how everyone grows doing that work because I guess the the victories of huge projects or you know whenever a website gets published whenever a brand is created the victory of that is very short-lived because we go straight back to work it's it's the process is what's the achievement is how we refine that over time I agree with you Gregory that's very well said and I don't know I I think what none of us have said, which is very interesting, but I also think really speaks to the, a core value at Francis Roy and how we work, is that we've not listed the awards that we've won as accomplishments. And, and I think none of us really feel that way. I mean, I certainly don't feel that way. If anything, whenever we win awards, it always makes me feel weird. And I'm not really sure what that is. I'm sure there's something in my Enneagram about that that will trigger me and make me cringe. But that kind of like, maybe it's because our team is more intrinsically validated, but I've never felt validated by winning something or the recognition of it. It's always been the ability to do the work and knowing that we did it. I don't, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we let the work speak for itself is what we've always valued it. The client win feels better than the Francis Roy win. I've always viewed businesses weirdly of the ones who is why I always feel weird walking into Five Guys because they have the signs of like, oh, voted best burger and fries in 2004. You know, <laughs> like it's, I've, I've always felt weird about businesses that did that. And I guess, you know, like there's, it brings on a certain atmosphere in the workplace whenever you're working for a business that displays all their plaques, like first thing you see and all that too, which I get building credibility and all that as well. But, you know, credibility comes in other forms. And, you know, I, I think the client satisfaction and also just the word of mouth reputation that we've managed to develop too is, I think that's a huge accomplishment in itself and reward in itself rather than an object saying that we did it. I totally agree with that. Yeah, much rather have other people say we did it rather than a plaque. When Kelsey wrote these questions, I think the only thing really missing is for me, just very proud moments which it, I guess ties into accomplish accomplishments, but one of my proudest moments actually happened recently and yeah. like really recently. And I remember just feeling like incredibly overwhelmed and I'm not going to get emotional because I hate feelings, but I think that, <laughs> but it has never been my proudest moments of our team. I've always been like the Francis Ray wins. I love, like, I think it could be, easily construed that like the EC mag coverage was a big moment for me and that's great and I think it's great for Francis Roy and it certainly was something that I was honored to do but nothing to this point has made me feel as proud as I felt when or as honored or as validated I think through what we're doing as when I and Anna can probably attest to this because she was there but when I was invited to speak at Destin Rotary recently and they were like, Jason Belcher asked the question. He said, you know, there have been a lot of agencies that have come and go, gone during, you know, over the years, like what makes you guys different? Like why Francis Roy? And are there a lot of agencies in the area? Like why you guys? And there are a lot of really respected and people that I respect and admire and look up to in the room and a lot of our clients in the room. And 
I was kind of taken aback and, you know, I think I answered something really stupid in general. First of all, the question caught me off guard because it was so straightforward because that's Jason Belcher and he's going to ask you a common and hot question. Now I know him a lot better. So I know that, but I was like, I don't know. I think it's just like a lot of it is like right timing and consistency. And I think Gail Pelto, Marshall Hull, our clients stood up, Shervin Rasa stood up in that room and was like, it's their team. That was a really big moment. I was very proud. And everyone clapped. And yeah, <laughs> the hardest working team, you know, we can totally count on them. They got us through COVID. We just know that they're going to work hard. Like that was a really big moment. I really hate feelings. So, <laughs> but like Jody will say, it's good to feel them. Well, so I do. <laughs> it's okay. I'll only make the tears louder. <laughs> Thank you. But that was a very proud moment. And I think a huge moment and just to hear that, you know, we say the win is always a Francis Roy win. The idea is a Francis Roy idea, the, the everything, but to hear them say it and to see so many people like stand up and speak on our behalf when I was obviously for whatever reason at a loss for words, which I never am, was such a huge moment and just made me feel like nothing, no award, no article, no nothing had ever made me feel that way. And of course that's you guys and all the work that you do. So I'll start crying now. I'll stop crying. <laughs> but just a huge moment, you know, and, and impact and, you know, accomplishments to me equal impact. What's the impact that we've had? That's what we've actually accomplished. You know, how did we come in for Boys and Girls Club and, and help them? What's that impact there? How have we been able to help the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation through transitions? And we want an Addy for Maddie Kelly, a gold Addy for Maddie Kelly, which is great. That doesn't feel as good as knowing that we've also helped them increase their mission and do more outreach and, you know, increase ticket sales and do be able to accomplish their mission in bigger ways. Like, yes, we're so glad. It's honestly an honor to be recognized for the work that we do. The impact feels huge to me. It feels huge. And to have Marsha Hull stand up at Destin Rotary and say, good Lord, this is everything. Our team is like, her besties for the resties, even though now she's retired. It's just a really proud and feels like a huge moment. So I'm not often speechless. I almost couldn't do the rest of that because I thought I was going to like break down. And I was like, please, please, dear Lord, do not let me cry in this moment. I never cry. Please, 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 please. <laughs> I say I never cry, but I feel like I cry a lot. Huh, <laughs> so but I don't know. I don't know if you guys have had moments like that, but I certainly have had moments where I were really proud of you and they're probably not what you think. They're probably not the most obvious. You hit a grand slam. You know, this was the best work I ever saw. It, it probably is not what you think. I think I've been the most proud of you guys each individually when I've seen you really struggle. You know, the win is an obvious proud moment, right? But the growth, the amount of growth, the amount of growth that I've witnessed in, in Hillary, number one, you know, just being 
Hillary was my intern at the TDC. I remember interviewing her, she's probably Anna's age, or maybe even a little bit older. And I remember what she wore that day because I remember thinking, this young lady really wants to show. She really thought through what she was wearing. It was like, it was like atypical what you would wear for like a business interview right out of college. Like really, I could tell. She's like, on everything was like on point. I remember thinking how much she cared. And we had interviewed some other interns and that maybe had different skill sets or whatever. It might've been more of an obvious choice, but Hill was like, so punctual, so sharp, obviously wanted it more than the others. And just that soft skill was very, very strong even before she developed any other skills. And it was like, that that's what we're looking for. Not just, are you the most talented videographer to come out of your class, right? Because that shit has no longevity if you can't be the person that is the most dependable, the most reliable, the most, you know, is going to show up, is always going to do the work. And so those, just seeing you guys, I think there's always to me some, some little spark in each of you that was like, ah, that, you know, that, 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 looking for that. And anytime, I will say, anytime we have hired for talent, over soft skill, it's been the wrong choice. I was going to throw that out there, probably because none of those people are listening to our podcast. <laughs> but I'll just say, anytime I felt like, oh my God, this person's so talented, I don't care. They've been the wrong choice for Francis Wright. I completely agree. I feel like we've seen, and you know, you just learn the lesson along the way and it'll play out. And, you know, their tenure with us will run its course. And, we all just kind of learn from it, but it's one of those things that you might not realize till hindsight, but it always has its way of working itself out. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that I was given the opportunity, not based on skills, obviously. Obviously, Joe, not obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I have no, I had no background in marketing or anything in regards to that before you brought me on and I've learned and I've grown so much. And I've learned so much from each and every one of them, each, each and every one in this company. And I think that just shows a lot of how far someone can actually come and not have the education or the background that some others may have. Yeah, that's so well said, Jody. because this, something that most people may not know, and this is something that Hill and I discussed very in the beginning, and I always referenced it. Hill, like, I think like she's my right arm, but I think that that's probably a normal and very well earned. And so I have heard that before, like, oh, do you favor Hill? And it's like, no, I just do everything with her. So, you know, like if you see me, you usually see Hill and, you know, we're usually running things back and forth. And I don't think that anybody in our team necessarily feels that way, but, you know, from the very beginning, it has always been about, is this person First of all, are they a different type of thinker? Can they bring something to the table? Is there something less obvious? And then we're going to be willing to move them around until it gets right. The thing with Jody for me, and I know we're really going over time, which I don't really give a shit about because our podcast, but the thing about uh, Jody for me, because Jody's my sister-in-law. So there is a little bit of stipulation. Do I hire my family? Yes. Do they have to be a right fit for Francis Roy? Yes. There have been people in my family that asked to work here. You not see their face. <laughs> and there, there is a reason why for that, because 
Jody doesn't have a marketing background. No, she, we knew in the beginning, like she had the potential to be a really good researcher, right? Because if you go missing, you call Jody before you call the cops, like that kind of stuff <laughs> that you just can't train people that you're like, okay, we know we have this person who really just wants to work here. Who's going to be all in. And we have this other thing and there are some lateral skills there. So how do we make that bridge, right? How do we make that? And a lot of that discussion happens very early on. I know we had very similar discussions with Rin and Rin came to our agency with the most agency experience that any of us had ever had. So it was just being very transparent right away that it was like, we want you to be a part of our team, but we also kind of want you to feel like you can shed all the skin of everything that you had ever done before. Yes, we want to kind of know but only because we're curious, not because we want to replicate it, right? Because really what we want the opposite is the opposite of replication. We want to know kind of the way it's done so that we can destroy it and not do it. Does that make sense? No, that makes total sense. I don't know. The one thing that I'm grateful for when you're talking about all of this is like you hired me on with, you know, agency experience and for design and everything like that. But then we had a conversation pretty early on where you were like, Rin, why aren't you photographing more? Why aren't you like doing more of that? And no one really knows, but like that was my first love at like 12, 13 years old. I only went into graphic design because it was definitely a little bit more lucrative than photography. But like, I am grateful for the opportunities that you guys have literally thrown me in and I've just run with it and it's exciting and it's something new and I feel a lot more comfortable and a lot better about what I've been doing in terms of photo. So it's been fantastic. That's awesome. I think it's a huge accomplishment, right? Hearing something like that too. And, you know, all of us individually, maybe asking each other questions and being like, okay, you're, we see that you're doing this, but what do you really want to do? You know, is this what you really want to do? Just because you're doing it doesn't mean you want to do it. And then being open to the fact that maybe we need to change it and maybe you need to restructure. Maybe you need to do something else and try something else. And I don't know, that's such a big accomplishment. I mean, these are like weird accomplishments, right? Cause they're not, I don't know. They feel good to me. I don't really care that they're not regular accomplishments. I think there is something to say with, you know, having the opportunity to grow to something that either you originally wanted to do or that you've always thought about doing that's not really something a lot of people will find in other workplaces. And I think particularly for me, for what I feel really proud of is Francis Roy has become a place to where, even though you may not necessarily have the marketing experience or uh, whatever, but you can, if you are willing to put in the work, you can grow and really actually build a position for yourself in the agency. You know, like a lot of places say that you can do that, but it's, usually falls or you end up doing more work than really that you should be doing or no one really respects you or anything but i feel like in a world where people want a master's degree in five years of work experience for entry-level positions you know francis rory really is a diamond in the rough where people can find an opportunity to really grow into doing what they want to do that's really yeah i i feel like for my generation at least I want more and more people to have that sort of opportunity. So, because yeah. you, know, you don't really find that. I, mean, I feel like I feel like what 
both Gregory and Renan, well, pretty much what we've all been saying throughout the, the episode to me, it, I feel like it goes back to one of our first episodes where culture, we said culture was king. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is all a great representation of a really, really good culture. Yeah, that's so great. I'm glad that's a huge accomplishment. Like, are we walking our core values? Are, are they just like a marketing ploy for us? You know, are we really doing that? You know, do you guys feel like, you know, we're accomplishing those things? I think that's great, Hill. Well, I'm going to, I think we have one more question and then, then we really don't, it's not on here. So Kelsey's like, excuse me, why are you not sticking to the questions? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but is this something that I'm curious about? And then in, within the next five years, what do you hope? Is there something that you would love to see us do as a team in the next five years? running every single event on the emerald coast because i feel like this is the the best a team and i swear like i don't know what it is but on like game day this team just like steps it up with the walkie talkies the shirts like i feel like it's legit and i feel like if you ever need to have an event run call chantelle because it's amazing thanks we'll call anna call anna right anna event people if we're gonna take on every event (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great no I love that we definitely have a process like for events and we that's super great any anybody else what do you well I definitely feel like events is one of those areas that just requires more arms and legs rather than just people who are willing to grow that actually requires so yeah I don't know uh, recently with our party that Rin and I have been doing actually like traveling and doing like little mini video documentaries you know I've I've grown up watching National Geographic or like History Channel things like that and being able to work on projects like that like actually travel out further maybe into more exotic places or telling more exotic or meaningful stories that's what I would hope the agency would be doing within five years like for uh, out further than the Emerald Coast you know maybe nationwide or maybe even worldwide you know I think that oh does Hill have a project for you yes and Gregory (laughs) you and I are packing our bags no (laughs) (laughs) apparently you're going to the UK Dublin and potentially Japan and Tokyo Uh, I'm I'm, I'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) so I know something that's on Janae's list that we've not done yet but she wants a zoo I do. I just, uh, well, I kind of got it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like animals. <laughs> Two kind of bouncing um, Yeah. Well, we have one. We have one animal kind of client that I enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some sanctuaries too, like wildlife sanctuaries. We've been working with the wildlife sanctuary. Yeah, yeah that was where I was. Yeah. Yeah. More, so more that more more <laughs> environmental for me I want more I want more environmental work like I love the environmental work it's just awesome that that has been really great but you know I think even thinking outside of what we do from a normal scope the travel thing is huge you know have being together more as a team I would really like to see us be together more as a team physically and you know I really felt that over COVID like because we were even those of us who were weren't remote were remote and it just it was so hard for me personally that I feel like our ability to really brainstorm and think and be 
diverse thinkers, it, it, it just magnifies when we're together. So I, you know, having more opportunity to do that, but you know, any other, any other fun, like, oh, I wish we. No, I think mine kind of bounces off Gregory's. I really hope we get in the next five years, expand our clientele to get to travel to other places to just get a feel of their culture, their area, and just open up new ideas and that that would be very cool I think it'd be cool if FRA had its own book and it was like a biography about Memo and Pepal Ooh, that's cool like it'd be like a cool little thing that we could give like future clients so that they know like who Memo and Pepal like really are and what their story was and why we named FRA after them that's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. That's a very cool idea. I love that too. And well, this is kind of bouncing off something that Janae's told me before, but it could be a children's book, right? And we had kind of, remember in the very beginning, we had the, oh man, be a kidpreneur thing. Kidpreneurs, yeah. I remember kidpreneur, yeah. Yes. Remember that. Remember that program that we did? It was kind of like one of our very first little fun programs. And there were all the cute little illustrations of the kids and the jobs. Like, wouldn't it be cute to have like a kid's, a kid's book that's kind of like that, that tells the little story. Mm-hmm. And then the kids like, a, like makes little like professional creative kids, like little babies. I don't know. It's kind of feeling very Hansel and Gretel now that I'm talking about it. But, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but I love that idea, Anna. I love that. I love that. I wanted to like to call like call Memo so many times and just be like, I need you to tell me every single thing that's ever happened in your life, and I want to write it down. <laughs> do that, and like with Peppa too. She'd love that. Fly up there and do that. Oh well, we've gone over a bit. I know we have, but it's for good reason, right? It's for good reason. There's a lot, a lot of memories and a lot of accomplishments and a lot of challenges and a lot of ways that we've changed and maybe not all in the obvious. And I think what in summation we from what I gather and just what I've observed for you that from you guys is that this team is really something special and it has been for the first five years that we've been together and I hope that it continues to be whether we're all together or we're doing other things or you know however that looks I think it's just been such a fantastic five years holy shit it has (laughs) it sure has I feel like I inserted enough cuss words in there that Kelsey's like, okay, well, we can't use that as a quote. (laughs) (laughs) So when this, when this airs, it'll be the Monday. Then we have our party on the Wednesday. And then Thursday morning is we turn five and then Friday we turn five in one day. And then there's that. So Thank you guys all for sharing and then for your work, honestly, whether you've been with Francis Roy since the beginning or you got here yesterday, everybody's impact is so giant and our willingness to kind of like mentor all over the place, up and down and all around and try something new and just be putting as much of ourselves as we can into making this a really special place to work. But so thank you for that. Okay. So that's the end. If you're listening, we're so glad that you're still listening because it's probably closer to an hour now, but for our team or you have a favorite FRA memory from the first five years that we've been in business, you can email us hello at francisroy.com 
or you can uh, comment on our socials, which is what Kayla would say if she was here we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Holy shit, I got to get on Twitter more, but we're there. We'd love to hear from you. And um, thanks for being with us for the first five years. We look forward to the next five. Bye. Thank you.